I was hoping yeah. they would do something like that. No, they tried. Leave. They tried. Yeah, they tried to the, get that. The, in the, the, the best porn actors they could get trying to read their lines. <laughs> Man, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, first of all, I want to lead off by, say, by saying today we hit 1,000 downloads for the show. And I'm so very happy to announce this because it's a milestone milestone for us. Um, makes me happy. Makes me real happy. Just want to get that out there in the universe real quick. But we have a great cast tonight. We have me. We have the Elden Lord Rob. That's uh, welcome back from the, that verse. <laughs> it's good to be back. That place is a hellhole. <laughs> I'm sure. QP, the source himself. What's going on, man? Hey, man. It's it's all good today. Had a day off and got to read some comics. Good, good stuff. Ultra Doom. Big J. Pat. No, you feeling better? I'm feeling better. That's great. Throat's That's still really a little good. sore, but uh, yeah. You'll bounce back. Tasha with the fluffy hair. Hello. My day was pretty much like Quincy's. <laughs> I also had the, the day off. With the four C curls. Exactly. <laughs> I and also you had said the day an off. old girl. You said old girl from uh, Moon Knight stole your hair, dude. Right? Oh, Layla. Yeah, I, d- I did it first. Yeah. I did it first. All right. <laughs> yeah, so like, my like day Ray was. Ray J and the hairstyles. <laughs> Soldier boy. Spent the you... day. I read a couple of manga and played Horizon. Still side questing, let me tell you. <laughs> the Quincy Face down. He's mad. <laughs> the side side quests are good in that game. It's worth taking your There's time with them. So, hey, look, I'm like, there's a sunken cabin over there. Let me go do that real quick. You know, <laughs> I just found another salvage contractor, did all of their contracts. Now I'm over here trying to get materials for cauldron overrides. I'm doing everything but the main story. <laughs> but the main story. It's like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm procrastinating, doing it all. <laughs> oh, man. See, money. News, Tosh. What's going on, man? Uh, Not much. I didn't accomplish much this week, but I want to say a happy Friday the 13th as we record this. <laughs> Johnny, is that you? <laughs> That's what's up. And Big Mike Jones, man, you gave us a scare earlier this week. I'm so happy to see your face on the screen looking at us, man. I'm happy Good to be here. You. I am happy to be here. It was it was touching. I don't say it's touching go, but it was scary for a little bit. Then it was just me sitting around in, in a room, just bored. Shit. <laughs> you didn't ask for a stack of comics. Say, listen, honey, go home, grab me a stack. I can get some reading done. I didn't trust them folks at the hospital. They can they can work on me without my comics. You know, there's something. You know, it's just it's just something. You know, no. <laughs> I can't have that. So I have my phone. I can I can read it digitally. So I was okay. Okay, man. All right. Well, good. I'm I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see all of you guys. Like I said at the beginning, we hit 1,000 downloads today. Big milestone. We're going to bring you some more. And uh, I'm looking forward to this current episode because we're going to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in a few minutes. 
we're going to get some other stuff knocked out first. Um, we're going to lead off with uh, Halo. And what do you think, Rob? How's it going so far this year, man? Well, it, uh, it has its ups and downs. I would have to say last week's episode um, was with, you know, and I can't remember her name, the Vietnamese character, going back to her home planet of Madrigal. And all kinds of mysticism and other BS happened on it, but it wasn't really that much of an episode. It really, it kind of cleaned up her, her arc and to bring um, her and uh, Master Chief's friend, the pirate, kind of back into the fold of the main story. Okay. While this week's episode, um, it took a different turn. Um, we have, you know, I really should start writing the names of these characters down, but <laughs> the uh, the Covenant prisoner that, that was dropped off at the human and Master Chief have a connection now that they both touched the artifact and they both appeared in each other's mind in the landscape of Halo itself, the planet. Right. And so now it's a matter of both sides kind of picking the direction that they want to go. Master Chief wants to go to the Halo and so does she. The UNSC wants to stop him and wants to use her to track where the Covenant are going because they they attacked another planet and they want to use her to kind of like, see if the signal leads back to them so they can, they can strike back. And Halsey has her own damn, <laughs> her own damn agenda yeah. taking over a bunch of stuff, trying to fly the ships, having the Spartans beat the crap out of John. And uh, overall very, it was a very entertaining episode. There's a lot going on in it and watching a, a free for all with four Spartans fighting each other is, was, was pretty good. It, it, they, they they have a good um, way of showing just how strong they are. The um, the blonde one who who also took her chip out, she was actually doing her own version of World's Strongest Woman game in front of all the other Marines, lifting lifting warthogs and a bunch of heavy stuff, <laughs> taking oh, bets goodness. to see if she could do it. I like her though. I like. Yeah, her she's she's a great character. Man, uh, the show's picking up steam. I absolutely love what they're doing, like I said, you know, weeks ago, never played a single minute of the game. And, you know, J Pat said that a little bit of the bow chicka wow wow is, you know, completely off the reservation with the, with the game. Right, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. For a game that where the, where the main character never even takes off his helmet. Now he's getting some naked time on the screens. Like, hmm? <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't really expecting that. Get some Spartan loving going on. How you feeling the show? Is, is it holding up for you? It's, it's still pretty good. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not disappointed. That yeah. caught me off guard, but it's still pretty good. We can all agree that this is better than Moon Knight. I mean, I can. I'm going to tell you right off top. <laughs> is this is a lot better than what it's Moon Knight is. It's more entertaining, yeah. I can agree, and I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is that you're, you're getting Master Chief. You're getting... You know, even if you don't know Halo, you're getting the Master Chief and you're getting his whole story. You're not getting his, you know, other personas. You're not getting, you know, anything else but him. Even though we don't like, we don't talk, you know, Madripal or Madrigal, wherever that place is. That storyline can go to hell. Cause it's, yeah, it's, that's a kind of whack storyline. It's filler. You know, it's trying to, you know, give all the backstory and stuff, but it's just not something that we want to check out. Oh man, staying on Paramount Plus. I was gonna <laughs> what real thing real quick about yeah. this. 
whoever has to clean out the drains in the UNSC is finding all kinds of very advanced technology. Because so far, you've got two Spartans throwing their emotion chips down there, and now you've got this Covenant pulling our, her, her finger knife out and throwing it down the drain, too. Yeah, her, her little digital coke coke nail got thrown away. <laughs> oh, man. that Yeah, the sewer system is just full of it. That's how they grow turtles there. They're going to get the, the great batch of Ninja Turtles there. Bless you. Um, the staying on Paramount Plus, uh, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. Wow. My wife is actually downstairs watching the episode right now as we record. This second episode was pretty amazing, too. I dug it. You know, I gave the first one, you know, uh, a resounding thumbs up because I really liked it. And I don't want to be let down again because, you know, they can they can put out a good uh, first episode and then the rest of it can just kind of go downhill. But so, you know, the second episode was pretty good. They, they pretty much spotlighted um, Uhura and great storyline. And I think that the doctor's assistant, what's her name? Church? Chambers. Chambers. She looked different. Oh, no, sorry. Chapel. Chapel. No, sorry. I was thinking of a different show. <laughs> sorry. Chapel. She looked completely different than she did in the first episode. But she still looked, you know, she still looked good. And the whole cast was good. I liked the way that the one thing that made me laugh was um, Pike's hair. Was his hair always very bouffantish? Like <laughs> It's a, full on pompadour, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But he's got that he's got that sexy salt and pepper going on. Yeah, it was it was all around great episode. Episode two knocked it out. You know, they're holding steady. Hopefully they can hold in the road for a little while longer. So anybody else? I want to I want to like the show. Yeah, I think I do like the show. But there's just like some weird little like, why are you doing that? Like. Like uh, it was the first episode where they were. uh, (laughs) <laughs> they were on the alien planet trying to like stop them from using the the warp drive bomb first okay. how the hell are they reverse engineering warp technology just from watching them go through a wormhole on a in a on a telescope that makes yeah. no sense it was a data scrape that would be like that would be like you looking at a website just on google no like no looking at the code. You're just looking at a website. Be like, I'm going to reverse engineer this whole the whole internet <laughs> because I saw a website yesterday. That shit is not going to happen. Comparison. I can see and the then, comparison. Uh, how, like, this is supposed to be before the first Star Trek, right? Before Captain Kirk and all that, right? How the hell did they get the transporter to transport an entire, like, inoculation into his eyeball? Yeah. That, how yeah. does that technology exist? That doesn't exist in like the future of Star That's Trek. TNG. Did they do yeah. that in TNG? Was no. it, were they that accurate then? No. And when did just... they start like genetically engineering people to go to alien planets? They would just give them like prosthetics and stuff. They'd be like, okay, you have like some eye ridges and quit stealing go. all my joy, Jay. Now <laughs> they got like, and now all of a sudden Spock is like in pain, like his ears is going from round and. <sighs> Are he, is he is he supposed to be a Vulcan? When is he going yes. to scream for pain like that? He's not. He's half like human that. though. He's half Remember. human. But he's, he's had human. he's had his whole life to be like trained in like because their their non uh, emotional state isn't because they don't have emotions; it's because they learned how to suppress them. 
Well, his so human not, side, his human side, kind of like. But he still learned. Though. He still learned how to suppress his emotions, though. Yeah. So he's not going to sit there and start screaming because his ears go to pointy again. But he also laughed when he almost died in episode two. So, you know. See, I haven't seen episode two. Now I have another gripe. Why is he let? That was that was definitely a forced <laughs> laugh too. He was just kind of mimicking the what the humans are doing in the same situation. I like Spock in this series, though, man. I, I like I li- him. I like the show. I think the production value is kind of cool. I like the look <laughs> of the show. But it's just like those little things just... And I'm not the hugest Star Trek fan, so I'm pretty I'm pretty big, but I'm not the hugest. Like, I'm not going to start like reciting specs of the ships or nothing like that. But it's like when you walk into the captain's quarters and he has like a fireplace and like a bottle of Cavassier, you know, like, come on, man. This is a Star You know ship, captains like. don't drink Cavassier. Yeah, it's like a, he has a... A fireplace. How does that work yeah. on a starship? And he made and he made ribs <laughs> on episode two. No <laughs> joke. Well, made- to be fair, in the movies, Kirk's uh, quarters looked very similar to to how Pike's is. Also, okay, they can do whatever they want in their their quarters. Apparently, did did, did he have a fireplace? Did Kirk have a fireplace? I don't think he had a fireplace, but he had a lot of wood, you know, accents and wood yeah. table and yeah, and, and stuff like that. And that's something that that looks more like it should be in a cabin and not a uh, not a captain's yeah. quarters. Kirk had a lot of wood, all right. Yeah, yeah the he Jeep, did. The Jeep Wagoneer interior for his uh for his uh his captain's quarters. <laughs> and who was Paul Wesley? Megan was saying earlier, who was he in this? He's going to be playing James Kirk in the second season of this of this series. Right now, they've introduced his brother, uh, Kirk's brother, and um, from what T said, he apparently had a pretty horrific or off-screen death in a Monster of the Week episode. Yeah, he showed up uh, just as a dead body for a few seconds in a. Um, I think it might have been a season one episode. He was killed by the, he was killed by the 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 monster of the week or something like that. And they spent the rest of the episode investigating his death. Okay. The I'm monster just, I mean, or whatever the problem of the week was, it might not have necessarily been a monster. This the show is foretelling a lot of deaths coming up, not just uh, Pikes, but also Kirk's brothers. It's like, where do you see yourself in 10, 10 years? <laughs> the episode was great. I'm really enjoying the whole thing overall. And, you know, I picked, I will definitely watch the rest of this. My wife, like I said, down, she's watching the episode one and she's probably on episode two by now because we were in pregame for a while. So I I'm, dug it. I'm waiting to see, because it's only been two episodes and I don't think they've mentioned it or might have hinted at it yet, but I'm waiting to, for the shoe to drop on that security officer who's a, descendant of uh of Singh of Khan Nudian Singh. Yeah. She's got the same name as him and they have to know who he is since he was basically the ruler of Earth in the nineties in Star Trek history. Okay. Hmm. I didn't know all that. That's a fun story though. Yeah, because yeah, there was a eugenics war in the nineties and then he was cryogenically frozen and then he shows up in the original series later and then later also in the Wrath of Khan movie. Okay. Oh, she's kick he, ass though. She's very yeah abrasive. But he he basically created the uh, the rule within Starfleet that there is no genetic modifications. They they do cybernetic modifications, but they don't do any genetic. And they kind of hint they they elaborated more on that during D Space Nine because the Doctor was genetically modif- modified 
without his knowledge and his parents ended up going to prison for it. The doctor, the, the Dr. Really, Bashir. Yeah. The pompous doctor who's like uppity. Yeah. Yep. He's basically a superhuman. Oh, wow. I forgot all about that. Wow. Okay. Neat. I dig it. Definitely watch the show. People definitely watch it. So young justice is up next on the, on the checkbox list. And, uh, Tasha, spearhead. I can't help but smile every time. Come on, Young Justice is mentioned. <laughs> um, yes. So we are down to the wire for well, the like the last four episodes of the show. Um, we are now in the arc for Nightwing, and he is uh, well. Rewind. Zatanna, last episode, said she needed help from a detective. It ended up being Nightwing. Turns out Nightwing has been back in the circus troupe for the last couple of months um, as Dan Danger. I believe that's the correct stage name. Um, Zatanna came to him for help. Uh, She basically had to convince him to basically just believe for a second that Superboy was not dead. And she managed to use her powers to show Nightwing glimpses of things that she's seen um, of Superboy being in the Phantom Zone and stuff like that. So the, the episode is basically Nightwing deducing if Superboy is alive or not and where. So he managed to deduce uh, between Bart going missing to... Um, the Legion of Superheroes coming from the future to the Kryptonians coming from the future. All of this in one episode. I was telling Quincy um, a couple days uh, yesterday when it first aired that uh, I was pretty surprised that it all kind of wrapped up in this episode. I expected it to span over like into the first half of next week's episode. But um, I think you said that you appreciated how they did it all in this one episode, yeah. right? Yeah, the, the, the dots were there to be connected. Um, they uh, realized that Bart was missing. They found footage. Um, There's a lot of detective work. Um, it was a good-paced episode. Uh, Grayson did good. Um, the whole crew coming back together to uh, try to locate Connor. Um it was a good episode. Um, they shed some light on what happened um, with um, with um, what's Zod's kid's name? Zod, the uh, McGann's brother, and the oh, um, the bio ship where they went. Yeah, so they're headed to Oa after the machine. Um, they found out where it was, and they're going to try to take it from the lanterns, um, which should be interesting, um, depending who's on Oa when they get there. Uh, but it was a great episode. I, I like this. I, I appreciate the detective aspect of any story. And it made sense. It wasn't a, a lot of uh, Hail Marys and stuff sticking to the wall and hoping it made sense. It, it made sense. And they um, it's a good episode. It's, it's really picking up. Yeah, I... I kind of want more episodes of just seeing him do detective work. I know this isn't the the platform, but now I I just need Dick Grayson, the detective show (laughs) after this. Uh, But the, 
I'm not sure where we're going to go in these last few episodes in terms of uh, seeing Superboy overcome, not Superboy, Beast Boy overcome his PTSD between. He's still stinking. We haven't seen him for a couple of episodes. Yeah, not since he confessed to Black Canary he needed some help. Uh, okay. We've been mostly focused on the stuff that was happening on New Genesis and now, you know, trying to figure out how to get Superboy out of the Phantom Zone. Um, between that, Beast Boy and Mary, I think I looked it up. She's known as Sergeant Marvel, right? Which girl Is are you that, talking about? Uh, the girl who couldn't say Shazam. In the first half of the season, I when I was, she just went by Mary Marvel. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Marvel. I was googling and I saw something that was like Mary slash Sergeant Marvel or something like that. Um, so we haven't gotten around to anything with her. That's probably going to be next season at this point. Um, we haven't really seen much of McGann. I don't know if they're going to start bringing her into the fold now that they know that Superboy is alive and in the Phantom Zone. I think they should. Um, it might be hard to do that and for her to believe it, but I, th- I think she would trust Zantana not to lie to her about stuff like that. Um, for the most part, it was just basically, like Quincy was saying, the, the d- detective work of... Dick and Zantana, Rocket, Aquaman, and Tigress, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with Superboy. And then the post credit scene mm-hmm. is leaving me confused. I have no idea who this could be. So there was this sentient box cube thing that the guy in the chair. What was his name again? Orion? Not Orion. Oh, Metron. 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 Yes. Name. All of these names. It's so hard for me to keep was track. Was it a mother box? No, it's, uh, they called it the Kaiser Throne. Oh, okay. It looks like the same technology. And uh, talking to Tosh the other day, I'm trying to rem- we were trying to remember where it came from. Did Darkseid give them that box? I don't remember. Or did uh, Zod come from, come from the future with it? I'm going to have to go back and look at that episode again. I feel like Zod already had it, but he might have gotten it from Darkseid off screen. And we just never knew. But in the post credit scene, uh, the Green Lantern Corps are analyzing this box. And they're saying that they can detect a humanoid within the box and it's reading off as an 11-year-old Earth boy who's trying to communicate through the box, but it's just doing a bunch of beeps. So I've been sitting here trying to think, okay, who haven't we seen this season who could be 11 years old and trapped in this technology box? But like Quincy said, if it came from the future with Lorzad, I have no idea. If it's somebody from our present time, I was sitting here, I'm like, okay, is it Billy? Because we haven't really seen him this ep- this season. But then I remembered, we saw him earlier in the season. He's like 15, 16 now. And I was like, okay, could it be Damian Wayne? I was like, no, last time we saw him, he was still an infant. And it's only been 10 years since season one to season four. So he's too young. I was like, I don't know who this 11-year-old boy could be that's trapped inside of the tech. The only, the only thing I could think of is last season when they were um... – 
shipping the Inhumans uh, between Earth and Dark Side. I don't know if every uh, character is accounted for, if there were any loose ends in that season. Um, somebody that could possibly still be out there that we just kind of forgot about. <sighs> Maybe. And I'm, I've, I've been trying to figure it out and I just can't. Online, I've looked up different characters that have shown up in the show, but you know, not everything was spelled out for me. So I'm, I'm hoping that we get the answers, uh, for that sometime this season. At some point, I do want to go back and rewatch just every post credit scene to see if any, uh, ends connect or tie up. But, uh, yeah, if, if no one is watching Young Justice, please, please watch the show. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know how best to explain it other than it's just the story is told really well. The animation is beautiful. And when you get farther, especially in season one and season two, when you get farther into the season and answers start to come to light, you realize the hints have been way in the beginning of season one and you just completely missed it so the care that the writers have put into this show is just really good i recommend it especially since this season's about to wrap up it's on a all on hbo max just take the time to watch start from season one go all the way through season four and just have a good old time they do um a good job of world building with uh young justice like if you were if i if if i was put in charge of uh dc movies like what you know what roadmap to follow then i would like pull from that because i mean you've got new genesis um they had uh green lanterns atlanta um atlantis they've touched everywhere the last four seasons and like everything is developed here and to tasha's point the writing is good and it's just, it's one of those, it's put together very well. I'm really curious how uh, this season's going to end. It's going to be a cliffhanger, but mm-hmm. what's going to be hanging off the cliff is unknown at this point. Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention about uh, Drew Zod and his wife interrogating Superboy. Quincy, can you help shed light onto that? Are they, they're really against the House of L because they put, they put them in the prison, right? Well, is that, and they don't know what's going on. As it turns out, they're like Krypton's blown up. Like, how long have we been in here? And um, they said forty years. Yeah, and de- depending on how um, they're going to handle that mythology, like they, like Zod and El, um, like they didn't necessarily like oppose. They just didn't agree. They didn't agree with the governing body on Krypton. So it was like they they didn't it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain. Like they like or it could be the way it was in the Christopher Reeves movies where they say that the L's were responsible for them being in prison, which is what it sounds like. Um and maybe that's where the hatred is coming from, but they're lost too. And like part of me thinks that uh Connor uh, why is he lying about him killing superman i think he's confusing that vision he had from the phantom zone sickness because he imagined that while before drew zod found him 
See, I thought like he, he was lying he, on purpose. Oh, I don't know no, why. I, I think he's because it keeps flashing back to when he saw Lex Luthor while in the Phantom Zone, but also saw Superman in the Phantom Zone. He's not remembering a whole lot about the world outside. All the questions that Drew Zod has been asking him, I think, was pro. Uh, the answers were programmed, so he just automatically pulled it up. Just like when he kept repeating, I am the Superboy, I was designed to kill Superman, should he stray from the light. It was very robotic. Part of me um, thinks that the girl is interfering with his memory, too. Um, oh, Phantom Girl? Been, yeah, I don't think she's really been asleep the whole time. Oh, uh, I think she was asleep for the first half. But then after Saturn Girl said, Phantom Girl, wake up, she's been pretending. That's a good point. Well, we'll find out. She's up now, finally. Yep. Only took a season. Yeah, I was like, I I feel bad for Superboy. He's it's almost like he's just solely going off of his programming when he's responding to the, Drew's out. The Phantom Zone sickness makes him see his two dads. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this show's way too deep. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it though. Yep, that's all for this week. I can dig it. All right. All right. Uh, T, you posted something on your personal page uh, about Married with Children being an animated TV show. Yeah, I will uh, read the um, blurb from the Deadline article. So it says, another classic 90s comedy is making a comeback, an animated revival of Married with Children, headlined by the original series stars, is being pitched to networks and streamers and is getting strong interest, sources tell Deadline. The new take on the 1987 Fox sitcom is written by Family Guy executive producer Alex Carter, who serves as showrunner. Sony Pictures Television, which owns and distributes the original series, has been working on the animated project for over a year and closed deals with the quartet of Married with Children stars before taking it out. While it is unclear yet where the animated Married with Children series would land, Fox, Hulu, and Peacock are considered logical destinations. So, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think I think they're trying to revive a show that only people our age, maybe a little younger, definitely a little bit older, remember. I, I just don't think it'll float. I think it's a great grab of nostalgia, but I just don't think it'll float very far. I think it will with the Mary with uh, not the Mary, but the Family Guy writers going on with it, yeah, and that style of animation. I think I think it'll catch on. I think uh, I think it'll find an audience. I'm I'm, just, I'm thinking like uh, Simpsons before beca- they became mainstream type vibes yeah. off of something like that. Uh, I I think it'll do well if it has some good cussing. It'll do well. <laughs> yeah, only if it's adult based. Right. I don't see how it can't be. Yeah. Um I, I don't know how to feel about it. Like anytime like I, I've heard about revivals of Married with Children for, for years now. Like I remember at at one point they were saying they were gonna do a show about 
like Bud having a family and, you know, you'd see the other characters pop up for guest appearances and then that went by the wayside. And now we're doing an animated series and, you know, we're getting old gang back together. And I'm just worried that, you know, you, you're getting, uh, you know, Family Guy writers. Is it going to go way further over the top than the original series was because it's animation now? Is it going to go beyond the scope of the original series and become something that it never was? Which yeah, could be good or that's bad. Where I'm I don't going. know. I think they're going to, you know, they're going to go too far. It's, it's I a, think they would have to, though. Especially it's being a 30 year old show. They're going to have to take it to the limit if they're going to animate it. Yeah. It may just, I, it may just you know be if they family want to bring guy. It back, yeah. They got to bring to the limit whether it's animated or not. They got to they got to get that attention. Yeah, and there's no there's no under the radar now with the internet. You know, with everybody with with social media, right. nothing's under the radar anymore. Anymore, Rob. What do you think about like it? A, they could make it like a super serious drama. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> shelf that. Yeah, I don't know. It would have to, I guess. It would have to just match the the tone and and the the theme of the original for to even work. Because if you go too far in one direction, you're turning into the Family Guy, you know, and it's going to be wacky and, and insane. Or if you go too far the other way, and then it's just going to be boring, and nobody's going to want to watch it. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I I know the show is a lot of fans, and it'd be it'd be good to see them all back together again. But in an animated format, I'm not sure how to how to feel exactly yeah. yet. We'd it's have to like see I- a trailer. Like, I don't want to see an episode where, you know, Al goes back in time to kill Hitler or something like that. It's like, that's that's not what the original show was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hollywood, you know, L.A. is running out of stuff to write about. And they're just going back into the bag of tricks and trying to, you know, revive something that, to me, should not be revived. Let that shit die, man. I mean. It could work if they stayed in the vein of King of the Hill. Like, I know a lot of people didn't watch that one. King of the Hill was, like, reality-based cartoon, as, as silly as that sounds. And that show was hilarious. And they dealt with all kinds of stuff. It wasn't The Simpsons or um, Family Guy, that kind of silliness. But mm-hmm. if it's along those lines, uh, or even if it's just, like, um, the show and it's just animated, like, I would, I would watch that. Like, those shows were zany enough as it was. I just think they're doing anime because they're all old now. <laughs> just yeah. money in it. Yeah. And, you know, the original show, it got zany. I mean, you had episodes where you just follow the dog around and you'd be hearing the dog's internal monologue. But it yeah. didn't get to the extremes that, you know, the stuff that they do on Family Guy. So, you know, it'll just be a, a wait and see kind of thing for me. And, you know, I hope they can pull it off. Yeah, you're you're probably not going to get an episode with uh, Ed O'Neill fighting a chicken for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, he's moved on to better things. Like what's her name? His wife in the Modern Family. Sophia he's Zuno. Yes, he's moved on to better things, bigger, oh, better things. Yeah. So the Resident Evil trailer for uh, the Netflix uh, production dropped this week. I dug it. I think it's going to, I mean, it's, it, it touches nothing from the old Resident Evil series, which is a breath of fresh air for me because that's been beat down. And I think this looks really fresh and I can't remember the actor's name. I keep calling him Silence from Horizon Forbidden West and Horizon Zero Dawn. I can't remember that guy's name saved my life. Riddick? He, oh, Lance Riddick. Lance Riddick, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um, I typed it in, into the comments and I can't remember it right now, but 
he's in it and it looks really good. And if he's in something at this point, he's been playing a really good butthole for many, many years. And I think this 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 is gonna be a shining moment for him. So what's everybody's feelings about the RE trailer? I think it looks good. Looks and I'm glad it's not connecting to anything else in the uh, the movie universe. Yep. But yeah, the, the special effects definitely look better than the first couple of movies that they did. And it kind of looks like a return to form because they even tried to do another Resident Evil movie recently. And it was just a you know stinker. It was a <laughs> it was a, a bunch of hipsters and zombies wearing a Resident Evil cosplay. Nah, yeah, that just stank up the whole screen. Um, it looks better than any other live action Resident Evil thing I've seen so far, but at the same time, it's still more zombies. And after all the Walking Dead spinoffs and all the zombie movies we've seen over the last few years and other TV shows, I'm just, I'm tapped out on zombie stuff and, uh, yeah, um, I might check out an episode or two, but, um... I'm not excited about it at all. Yeah, I'm just oh, done. On, I'm just done with the genre. Like it just needs to die off for a few years so I can get uh, excited for it again. Like I'm just tapped out. Okay, I'm kind I of feeling it. the same way. I'm not, I'm not a huge zombie person anyway, so it looks good. I, I just watched the trailer, so it's fresh in my mind. It looks good, but I'm not a zombie dude. So depending on if okay. I have like. You know, episode one thousand fifty of One Piece going on in the background. I might check. Filler, it. <laughs> filler. Hey man, don't sleep on One Piece, man. No, I'm Luffy. already, I'm dead to the world on One Piece. Man. Luffy, Luffy just turned into a god. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't sleep. Luffy's up there now. His power, his power levels is getting the Goku levels. No, he can't. Uh-oh. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh. oh man! Anybody else got feelings on this? Anybody? Yeah, uh, like uh, go, go ahead, Tosh. Ladies first. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I watched it, but I, I'm gonna preface this by saying I know nothing about Resident Evil. Really, I was, I was a Don't tiny, do it. tiny Don't do thing it. <laughs> when the first game came out. We know. When did it come out? Ninety-seven. Uh, around that, around? Oh yeah, nah. I would have. You put me. But that's before I was turning seven years old. So I know nothing about Resident Evil. Even when I got older, those kind of zombie games scared me. I could never play them myself. But I would watch other people play. So that being said, the story about Resident Evil and the Umbrella Corporation, I know nothing about. But the zombies look scary. It looks like there's going to be some chase scenes with the zombies. I don't know if these are going to be fast or slow zombies. Hopefully, I think they look they like the slow. fast ones. They look like the, uh, oh, the Z zombies. I don't like fast zombies. No, those are really scary. <laughs> um, I will not be checking it out because I'm too scared. <laughs> I will admit that. Yes, but I watched watch The Walking Dead. You'll watch Train of I'll watch Train of Busan. Yeah, no. Resident oh. Evil? Mm-mm. I don't, like I, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't even think I could watch if they made a Silent Hill movie. I don't think I could watch that either. They they I made couldn't. two of those. Uh, I have nope. watched neither. No, nope. they were both creepy, I, and the second one was creepier than the first. 
If my boyfriend is next to me and the lights are on in broad daylight, maybe I'll watch the first episode of the show when it comes out. Yes, I'm like that. Other than that, I'm not watching that on my own. I can't. Oh, shit. So adorable, Tasha. Let me it's, ask you, how, how, how old were you in 97? Six. Yeah, that's, that, that's that's the first time I played a Resident Evil game, and I was in college. Exactly. Uh, I uh, and that was Resident Evil too. Uh, this looks no. like. Uh, I'm sorry, I was seven. What? I was seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Potato, so, potato. At this point, this looks like the best uh, Resident Evil uh, show slash movie since uh, the first one, which was really good. Um, after that, it was just a slow, steady decline. Um, I hope it is creepy because the other Resident Evil movies were just ridiculous after mm-hmm. a point. Uh, the special effects were trash and those uh, those other movies. It was just ridiculous. But uh, this looks good. I'm in, I'm with it. I, I was with Resident Evil uh, for a long time before I stopped playing them because they became action games and that's not what the games were about in the beginning. Yeah, but I'm they with turned Lance the corner on four. Four to five is when they turned the corner. Four like woke like four was really good and then it just got like uh, there were parts in uh, Resident Evil Six that were like Call of Duty ish mm-hmm. like uh, I think it was uh, Chris's chapter because I remember it was like four it was different ways different chapters to play Leon's probably had the the most classical like way of playing the game but Chris he had rocket launchers and AKs and grenade launchers and everything and um, it just got I was I got off at that stop, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What do you think, Mike? You're not a huge trailer guy, but I haven't seen it. Uh, I was a little preoccupied this week, but um, <laughs> I'm with I'm with Terrence. I'm I'm kind of zombied out. Uh, only way I'll watch this is if we watch this as a group. Okay. I'll watch it because you guys are watching it, so we can all have something to talk about with y'all. Other okay. than that, I, I don't see me watching it. I tapped out of Resident Evil on Resident Evil Two. That was the, that was the last one I played, and I never watched. It. I think I only watched three episodes of Walking Dead. I'm just not a zombie person, mm. uh, so it's, it's just not in my wheelhouse. So it doesn't interest me even a little bit. Like I say, the only okay. way I'll watch it is if we if we decide as a group we're going to watch it and talk about it on here. Then then I'll watch it. Yeah, Fair if we enough. watch it together as a group, we're gonna have to do a watch party with some with one yeah. of you because I can't watch it alone <laughs> at, at nine a.m. on a Tuesday. Yes. Well, I, I'm, all I'm all of our screens will have a dark backgrounds, and hers will have a bright spotlight on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man! And if it turns out to like be a cheesy kind of a scary, then I might be okay. But it doesn't. It doesn't look it, cheesy. It reminds me of like World War Z. And, that's what um, I was kind of hoping for, because I don't know if you guys remember playing the original PlayStation version of the first Resident Evil. All the cutscenes were done by like B movie actors, and it was cheesy as hell. Yes, I was hoping yeah. they would do something like that. No, they tried. To, they tried. Yeah, they tried to the, get that. The, in the, the, the best porn actors they could get trying to read their lines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, Daryl. It is not. I'm here to clean the pool. <laughs> That is not your line. Please forget that. that the one thing that does, like, and I, I guess they're doing this to keep it fresh. Like, I was, it was, I thought it was weird that it wasn't in Raccoon City, but I, that's just a small thing. 
for me. I I I think think Raccoon City is officially dead. Yeah, I just think the best moments in Resident Evil were in Raccoon City with one, two, three, and uh, the seldom mentioned uh, Resident Evil Outbreak, which was like a online game mm-hmm. that they experimented with, and you were trying to get out the city with three or four other people. After they got outside of Raccoon City, it was just you know there was so much happening during that um, that outbreak. Uh, story-wise and a lot of like the first three were almost intersecting okay it's also in the future right. right i thought i thought it said 2032 or something yeah like that. Yeah, yeah there was a fast forward yeah all right so who has it rougher the people of raccoon city or the people of gotham city oh raccoon city end up getting nuked. there's nobody left in raccoon city yeah, end up getting nuked uh in the in the game i believe yeah. You might get robbed in Gotham, but you're going to go home probably. But <laughs> <laughs> you're not going home in Raccoon City. Not the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, man. So, but, but, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, Tosh, uh, watch Silent Hill. Like, that's definitely something you need to watch 10 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. With a Bible. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh. In a Bible. Yeah. Like- yeah. Like the these kind of things, I ha- I I watch it with other people, except for The Walking Dead. I can kind of watch that on my own. Train to Busan, I watched it with somebody else. World War Z, saw it with somebody else. I just for World some Z reason wasn't that bad to me though, compared to uh, like uh, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I think that was a set, uh, Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, like uh, oh, that one was really good. I'm gonna have to watch that with somebody. For some reason, <laughs> it's. You know what it is? It's the way that they tear into the flesh. Ugh. It just <laughs> really grosses me out. It's just... Mm. So, so You I, and your boyfriend need to sit down and watch Shaun of the Dead. Oh, man. There's a scene in Dawn of the Dead where the guy's girlfriend gets scratched or whatever, and she's pregnant, and he yeah, doesn't tell anybody. Wrong. And she, she, she gives birth as a zombie to a zombie baby. And oh, no. Yeah, it was a lot going on. Oh, it sounds like some extra, extra shit, man. <sighs> oh, the scene with the bus crashing with all those chainsaws going. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I, the, um, yeah, yeah. And the guy in the gun shop who got bit and they heard the struggle and he goes to the top and he puts the message up. It's just nothing but blood and he's he's out there like, oh, shit, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, that was a good God. movie. That was a good movie. Y'all are terrible. Terrible. Uh, one more uh, one more quick button topic. Christopher Walken is now in Dune 2. Now, Megan couldn't make it tonight, and I know this is what she wants. She would go on for 35 minutes about this, so she's not here, so we're going to go on for like maybe five. Yeah, Lou's going to gonna post some crickets in here for about five minutes, and then we'll exactly. move on to the next, uh, <laughs> next even, topic. I don't even care. Christopher Walken in Dune 2, it doesn't matter to me. I, I think it's hilarious that they put Christopher Walken in there because I love the way that he talks. But it just doesn't matter. Dune 1 is an insta-nap. Period. It's, uh, it's always going to be that way. It's better than stinky cheese, though. Man, no. Shelf that. No. Not at all. Not even a little no. bit, Jay. I can't even go with you on that. Not even <laughs> You know what was playing on the TV when Mike was in the hospital? Dune. The whole time. That's why he slept. I the whole the time. <laughs> exactly. 
that was his sedation. Is it? They made him watch Dune the whole damn time. It there. probably would have worked, but no. Nah, that's, that's all right. Oh, man. Y'all can hate as a masterpiece. Shit. <laughs> no. What was? Dune? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Here we go. This is the best part. This is why we showed up, people. This is why you click play. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You're going to hear our take on it, man. I'm not going first. I don't care who goes first. Just somebody fire off. Quincy, give me give me your run, man, because you got the stink face on, man. It was okay. You know, um, I, I when I say okay, that's good for regular people. Like in regular people's... Uh, uh, when describing something, I thought it was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't great. I thought some opportunities were missed. Um, wait, are we are we giving details in this? All right. I, I don't think they should. I don't think, yeah. Spoilers. 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 Um, they shouldn't have killed the Illuminati. Um, it's. I, I found it funny. Uh, their Earth, their Earth number designation was the same as Miss the one Mysterio gave in Far From Home. And uh, I just thought that was weird. Uh, I just thought it was weird. It, you know, uh, there were a lot of just missed opportunities. That's the only thing I'm going to say about the movie. Like, I love Elizabeth Olsen. I think uh, I was telling Rob before we got on, I think she's one of the better actors in the MCU. Like, I, I thought she did a lot with a little... Um, she was great. Like it was almost she almost made it her movie. Like I'm almost. I, I would be disappointed if she did not come back in any capacity. I like I think her performance was one of the best I've seen in a Marvel movie, and uh, I just felt bad for her. Story was good. It was a, it was a good movie. Yeah, they made you feel bad for her, and I, I, you know she dropped a whole mountain on her head. I don't know if she's going to come back, but it's all about the writers. It's all about she's coming back. She's back. Yeah. T, what's up, man? How you feeling? Uh, I was good. I had a solid night out at the cinema. Um, to Quincy's point about the Illuminati, I was cool with the Illuminati getting killed because we often see this in comics. When you go to uh, a parallel universe, you always see those heroes get knocked off because they introduce those characters just so that you can show off how powerful... Um, the characters are from your regular universe. That's all they were introduced for, just to just to show off how powerful um, she is. So I I, w- I wasn't expecting anything but that to happen. So I think for a lot of people, maybe that's a, that that that's an issue of going in with maybe certain expectations. But I mean, just from just from years of comic books, you know that when when characters show up from other. Uh, where, like powerful characters show up from uh, other universes, you know they're probably just showing up so that they can be knocked off just to, you know, just to show up how powerful your characters are. So I was like, I know my my only complaint was that they probably could have made those fights last a little longer, especially with I thought Captain Marvel could have lasted a, a little longer. Like I'm okay with her getting smashed by the statue, but before that happened have that last a little a little longer and I thought they could have put um 
Mr. Fantastic smarts on display a little bit more. Like they introduce him as the smartest man in the world. Well, damn it, show it. Don't just go running up in Scarlet Witch's grill like that. Like, like you knew she was gonna turn you into polio string cheese like that, dog. Like, don't just go running up to her like that. Like, you better have like an ultimate nullifier, your uh, ultimate nullifier on you or something. Like. Teleport out just the way you yeah, teleport they, they all, in. They all spoke like they were familiar with who yeah. she was. They were very confident. Yeah. I think so that I was, was a problem. I, I was okay with them getting murked, but, you know, it had it needed to last a little bit longer because, you know, they, they managed to take out Thanos, so I felt like they should have been a little better prepared. So that, that could have been written better, but I was definitely okay with them getting taken out. But um, strong, very strong performance by Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, I like the way she was written, and um, yeah, she she kind of made it her show. I was uh, I thought it was a very good follow up to WandaVision because she kind of she kind of got away with, with um, she kind of got off scot free at the end of WandaVision. She was like, "Yeah, I came to your town, I wrecked shop, and yeah, I'm out, peace." Yeah, so everything back. yeah, <laughs> She's like yeah, I came, I wrecked your lives. What you gonna do about it? I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> so, be happy you're still alive. <laughs> like she didn't even say sorry, none. She just gave him a look and just, and just yeah, just, just walked. Walk. Yeah, so this was a good follow up to you know to that. This was, I guess, the, the next stage of the, the grieving process. So I mean, you know, I as we go uh, around the round table here, I'm sure I'll come back to some. Uh, some other things that uh, some some faults that I could find, but I you know overall I I had a good time and I have no idea where they're going with this phase and I kind of like just not knowing because with you know with with the first phase we know okay they're building up to the Avengers and then after the first Avengers movie we go okay they're building up to Infinity Gauntlet and with this just have no clue whatsoever and i kind of like just being in the dark just taking each movie for what it is and taking these you know different elements and going what the hell are they doing here if anything and just enjoying each movie for what it is and hoping maybe it all comes together maybe it won't i don't know just you know just going out having a good time enjoying each project for what it is on its own that's you know that's the way I look at it too. I love I loved so much about this movie. I love the fact that at the end they showed Claire, and you know unless you, you did a deep dive about you know Strange, if you did a deep dive before it started off, you would know who she is. A lot of people don't know who she is, and so it's going to be a fresh take on everything moving forward. That just moves yeah, everything. I, I thought she was an I thought she was one of the Eternals for a second <laughs> when she popped up there at the end. I'm like, what was this? Yeah. The purple, you're like, uh, all right, it's a purple chick with blonde hair. So, yeah. So, Rob, now that you're on, man, what'd you think about it? Oh, I dug this movie. This was a, the most Sam Raimi-ass Sam Raimi movie that's ever been made. <laughs> his his stink is all, and I'm saying that in the nicest of terms, is all over this movie. Uh, the, his his cinematography and his, his just his horror vibes. Putting him in his element of making a horror movie with the budget of a, of a Disney movie is is perfect and that's what we got in this one i i really enjoyed it we got to see uh you know the usual cameos in the sam raimi movie of bruce campbell and the uh the yellow car 
that always shows up in every movie. I forget what kind it was, but Uncle Ben's yep. car and Ash uh, Ash's car from The Evil Dead. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, the Illuminati thing, when I was in the theater, I had to stifle myself from laughing out loud because this was <laughs> this was Disney taking the fan theories people for the last six, seven years wanting to cast these characters as they were and being like, all right, we're going to, we're going to oblige you and then kill them horrifically in five minutes. (laughs) I I found that insanely, insanely humorous. Yeah. They knocked him off quick, man. Knocked him off. Yeah. When, when Wanda went into full on horror movie villain, you know, coming through that mirror, like the ring girl, that and freak, uh, yeah. co- covered in Ultron blood, yeah, she was ter- she was downright terrifying. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a rare form for this for a Disney movie, and I'm I'm liking the the change. It, it's mm-hmm. it, this one definitely sets itself apart from the the usual formula. Yeah, yeah, this was definitely not a sequel. This was a uh, a movie within itself. This was not Doctor Strange 2. This was definitely, you know, Multiverse of Madness, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a stretch, considering they only actually went to maybe, like, what, three different universes, and they kind of tripped through other ones. And uh, (laughs) I feel bad for anybody watching that scene in 3D. I'm sure they are still having vertigo. Yeah, they probably vomited all over the place on that one. The the thing that... um, that I find interesting is that you, when they were tripped, when they were falling through those universes, one of them was animated and all the characters are animated. And are we thinking maybe this, where this Xavier is actually from that animated universe? Because he exhibits everything from the, from the X-Men cartoon, the, the yeah. waves of his telepathy and the, uh, the yellow hover chair. I don't know. I and then he just, the 90s theme in the that. background. You think they're all from the same universe? Yeah, that's, that's, that was my ATA. understanding. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, see, I liked the movie. It was good. It was satisfying. It made my eyes very happy. The one thing that I did, I just didn't like America Chavez. As, I much, as, I, as much as I like her character in print, I could not like her on the screen. And it's simply because the actress didn't fit who I thought she should look like in my brain. All the art that's been that's ever been made of America Chavez, she didn't look like any of it. And her character was completely underplayed. They explained her heritage of her two moms, and they, they gave it, you know, three minutes. And that's the biggest part of her story is where she's from, you know. Um, they mishandled the character, in my opinion. Now, at the very end in Act 3, when she finally flexed, it was great to watch her punch things and knock, you know, the stars, and she can go anywhere she wanted to go. I thought that was awesome as hell. But she, in the in the first two acts of the movie, she was absolute trash. You know, the actress didn't fit the bill for me, and they mishandled it until the very end where she was like, oh, so awesome. And then all of a sudden she starts training with, you know, Wong, and now she's at the temple, which doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, this is the MCU. It's not supposed to make sense all the time to what's in print. That's, this is where they're getting off the rails. Um, Nobody want to talk about it yet, but Black Bolt's head exploding, which was funny to me. 
but Quincy has his own opinions, and I'm, you know, this is, I agree with him, but I also agree with myself, and there's certain things about the comics that, this that just don't flow with this. Um, uh I was trying to figure out how Wanda Maximoff figured out who America Chavez was, but it was brought to my attention that she had the dark hold and she could see all the things and that she figured out that America Chavez was the one person that she needed to go out and get. That makes sense because of comics, but uh, overall fun ride. America Chavez sucked. The rest of it was pretty cool. And I'm going to end this one statement with why are you fighting with musical notes? Put that shit back on the shelf. It was Thank ass. You. It was Thank a waste you. of time. And <laughs> I just, uh, that's it. Great movie. Crappy moments. <laughs> Mike, did you see it? I saw it. Um, I enjoyed it. I actually, I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, like, like, every, like most of the people, I was, little underwhelmed with the Illuminati. For one, their choices. This is the perfect chance to throw Iron Man in there again, just to get Tony Stark to pop up. It didn't have to be Robert E. Donnie Jr. It could be anybody else, but just a, a second chance to get an Iron Man on screen so people could see him again. Um, that was kind of the whole Illuminati thing was just kind of just not done well. Um, but overall, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, for me personally, being a longtime comic head, I think that Doctor Strange works better as a movie as it does a comic. I, I enjoy watching the movie better than I do enjoy reading the comics. It's just, I don't know why, but I, I did enjoy it a lot better. Um, one thing I didn't like, though, was the numbering of the universes. Uh, mm. The 616 is the comic universe. The movie used to be called the 1084, didn't it? There was a whole other number. It was like I thought it was all nines. It's like, like one I, nine 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 nine. Yeah, nine. it was something, yeah. but it, it wasn't t- the six one six. It, it wasn't. That's that's comics. Uh, I, I didn't like that. Maybe that's just the comic head in me who didn't like that because uh, that was like a big yellow flare to me. But well, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, it was it was a decent little flick. I liked it. I, I'd recommend it. Okay, Tasha. Yes, my turn. Yes. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I did like the movie. I thought it was weird, though. Just, I'm not used to you seeing You and everybody it else that sat down. <laughs> I was just like, okay. The, some, some transitions between scenes were weird for for me. It was, it's, not, it's not what I'm used to seeing in other Marvel movies. Let me phrase it that way. Because of, it was a different style for the director who did this film um like you mentioned the fight with the musical notes was just really weird i was like what why are we watching this right now i guess it would have been cool for the people who saw it in 3d but for me i was i i didn't care for it um you know what it reminded me of give me a second it reminded me of a bugs bunny cartoon (laughs) <laughs> that's, what, that's all it reminded me of was yep. Bugs Bunny whenever they would do stuff like the opera or when they were singing uh, Figaro and he was massaging Elmer Fudd's head that's mm-hmm. all it reminded me of and I just couldn't <laughs> get down with it I sat there and I said these, these guys are wasting this time my time on this movie with a musical note fight I'm sorry go ahead Tosh <clears throat> the 
one thing I did notice was the battle between the two Doctor Stranges. The one who was um, manipulated by the Stronghold, his magic was purple, like Agatha's in WandaVision. Now, is that yep. because the when you have the Darkhold, your magic color changes? And that shows like how much corruption is in you? Is that what it's signifying? I think he was just still using the dark hold. Hmm. He was still using it, so his power was still that color, yeah. Okay. So eventually if Wanda had kept using it, hers would have turned purple as well, essentially. Well, I think she's a she's different because she's like the prophesized entity, the Scarlet Witch, so it's kind of different in her case. Oh, okay. Um <clears throat> I I don't know anything about America. But I felt like she was more like a too damsel and distressy for the first half of the movie. Yep. It was I didn't care for it. And I, I don't I don't know why. I think it's because there there was hype about this character coming to the mm-hmm. film and I was expecting, you know, something along the lines of how we were introduced to, you know, Black Panther coming in from mm-hmm. uh, Civil War and how we got Spider-Man coming into Civil War. Like that kind of introduction into a movie where the character is strong and then we see them do what they do. I wasn't expecting to get that in the last half hour or so of the film. Yeah. So that was a little disappointing. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Yeah. It, let me think. What else? Um, I okay. Some if no one remembers, that's fine. But I vaguely remember once Loki ended, news broke out that he was confirmed to be in this movie. Am I imagining that? I, I have no I, idea. Uh, Might like be a feel... mill type thing. Okay. Yeah. I think the uh, Kevin Feige. Well, I think it might have been Kevin Feige or one of the writers was saying that what happened in No Way Home was because of Loki and uh, the, the females. Yeah. Sylvie. Okay. I don't know why that that announcement was just in my head. So when I went in this movie, I was like, "Where's Loki?" But um, one of the things that I was disappointed about was how. Loki ended, we figured all this multiverse stuff, and none of it was really referenced in this movie, in Multiverse of Madness. I I was expecting some kind of tie-in between the two, but there was nothing. So my question going forward is, what exactly are we doing with this mul- this introduction of the multiverse into this phase? There's repercussions to what happened with um in game <clears throat> when we got loki branching off and has his own thing then H- loki and sylvie in the show messing stuff up and creating a new timeline then mm. spider-man no way home and their multiverse stuff and messing with the timeline we haven't seen a clear transition of multiverse action and then a consequence to it i'm completely lost as to what they're trying to do here 
overall. I, I think you speak for all of us. So it's like that's what I that was my point the other day when I talked to you. Uh, like I don't and Terrence just mentioned it. I don't see a point of this phase um, yet. Like the multiverse thing seems to have just been brought about to bring more uh, nostalgia moments into the movies. That's all I see so far. Um, I got into a, a, a debate at work with a friend of mine, Alon, for like 45 minutes we were talking about this. Jeez. And uh, she's like, we're still dealing with the snap. And I'm like, we can't still be dealing with the aftermath of the snap. Like, like we've had these episodes, I mean, ep- you know, shows and movies that dealt with some of the things that happened after uh, Endgame. Like, where, what direction is this going? Like, um, to me, the strength of, I'm not even going to say the strength, but one of the strengths of Marvel early was the cohesiveness. Everything Mm -hmm. seemed connected. Like, everybody, and and this isn't impacting, like, me wanting to see the movies or making the movies horrible, but there's just, you know, they set a bar. I was just expecting more connection Mm -hmm. between, between everything. Just have it seen it yet um i I mentioned missed opportunities because uh with the illuminati if they were still alive like it seemed to me on that planet they're mutants and they're fantastic four they're gonna have incursions you know you go to secret war secret war ended with everybody on the one planet so mcu could technically after a secret wars have mutants have a fantastic Mm -hmm. four all on one planet, you know, I'm pretty sure other different realities, but you know, I, I, I kind of when I, I didn't think this way until after the movie was over. It's like, oh, I wish they wish somebody survived. Um, that was the only reason I mentioned missed opportunity because I want to see I, that's really all I want to see, really, right now. Fantastic Four, X Men in that order. I do have a question Who was Charlize Theron supposed to portray in that post credit scene? Doctor Strange's wife, future potential wife, wife in the comics. Yeah, she's the sorceress supreme of Dormammu's realm, right? She's yep. related to him. Uh, his niece. Yeah, she's like the she's the version of Doctor Strange in the dark in the dark realm. Like when she cut the hole in in time and space, uh-huh. that was a portal to where she came from. That's where Dormammu hangs out, and that's that whole place. Hasn't she taken over uh, Doctor Strange's mantle in the comics recently? Yes, she's she's three issues in, and she's he's he's dead, right? Yeah, Yeah. in the comics, nobody's ever explained. They haven't, yeah, they haven't figured out. I don't know if they. I never read the the final of the comic. I don't know who they figured out ended up killing him, but he is dead, dead. Um, got his hands chopped off, and he's dead, dead. And she took over the mantle, so. Wow. Yeah, so I think so Mordo then, was uh, involved. I think I think I read that. That was a, little, a couple of weeks ago. So then this you? also leads. Yeah, was, oops, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, go, go ahead. No. So at at the end of the movie, she says you you she says you caused an incursion, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that means there's more multiverse adventures to come. So there's there's plenty of opportunity for more other Illuminati's. So they they can bring in mutants and whatever they want to. So I uh, I know it's disappointing to see the Illuminati go out like they did, but there's plenty there's plenty of opportunities for another version of Illuminati or for um, the MC the standard MCU's uh, version of the Illuminati to form in reaction to these incursions. 
just like what happened with the uh, like 2015 Secret Wars. So, yeah. oh, I, I, there's something like I, I'm tired of seeing. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm tired of how they doing Peggy. Okay, so like <laughs> she got cut in half in this one, and then like she died, and I I I just really like it's gotta stop. Like bringing her back just to be cut in half like that. Uh, it's just. That was probably the most upset I was in the whole. No, movie. they this no, they like, played John Krasinski like a God waterhead and turned him into string cheese. Uh, I, that like, was the I like, part. I like John, and like I didn't have any attachment to him yet as Reed, but I love Peggy. She got Peggy's a great character. She got she, cut she, in half. She, she That's did. That's just me. That's just hey, me. Like I didn't want to see it. Listen, put some put a feather in her hat and say that she lasted longer than almost anybody else. She lasted longer than than. Why does she have any reason to? Than Reed? Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. Jet with that with jet her pack. rocketeer jetpack. <laughs> exactly. She she almost she almost won that fight with a jetpack and quiet boots. <laughs> That's what the hell she almost won that fight you with. Think she, I, I think. Well, I know what you're saying. It's like, it's she like, it's like Wanda felt sorry for. Like she. Yeah, she she needed to leave. Oh, come on. <laughs> like just leave. <laughs> Wanda was looking at her like Anakin did to let the younglings before. Yeah, like, like Peggy, get out of there! Get out of there! <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, I had a question: Is did anybody find it weird that we only got one slight mention of Vision, but we didn't ever see anything or hear anything else of him at all? Even when they went to different universes, where I would assume he's still alive. Very yep. weird. That's well, also point. in WandaVision, he, the, what was it, White Vision? One of the visions flew away. We still don't know what happened to that one. Yeah. That's, well, see, I don't yep. know. So one, one more thing, and then I'll, I'll pass the torch. The, um, one thing, even with me not really knowing anything about the comics, the way that we had, the first set of movies where the post credit scenes gave us little bits of hints of who the the threat is going to be for this, let's call it an arc, this big arc. So we've had glimpses of Thanos in post credit scenes. We've had glimpses of the Infinity Stones in different situations in post credit scenes. But so far in phase four between the shows and the movies that we've gotten, including Shang-Chi, including Eternals, I can't figure out any thread, connective threads as to what could possibly be happening. I don't see a hint of a big bad anywhere. There has been reference to Blade, I think, in Eternals. There was a reference to um, Thanos' brother in Eternals as well. And something to do with the rings in the post credit scene for Shang-Chi, I think. But I'm not, I have Beacon. no idea if this multiverse, if we're getting a big bad from one of the other universes and it's coming to Earth, is there, like, I don't know. I, it's got to be. A, I'm disappointed. Uh, we spoke about this I'm a few weeks ago. Annihilus. I think we're going to go with Annihilus. They're going to go deep space. That's where everything's pushing is is all the way out there in the middle of the black, and uh, I don't think it's going to make sense to a lot of people. They're going to go to Annihilus. They're going to go to deep space. They're going to bring all that in because there's nobody left on Earth. If you think about it, there aren't any Avengers left on the planet. Tony's dead. Cap's dead. Thor's gone. Hulk's busted all up. You know, 
Hawkeye is being a family guy. You Speaking know, Ant Man is the, the shot at Hawkeye when um Strange went to talk to Wanda. He's like, Yeah, well, considering my choice in Avengers, it's like, yeah, I could either go to the guy that shoots bows and arrows or I could come see you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It, it, it's it's a dead thing. I think they're gonna go out. They're gonna go deep space, and I think I think it's a good call. You know, get off world. Give me some blue Marvel. Give me some space guys. Hey, hey real quick, did anybody mention when they played the X Men uh, theme song when they show Professor X? Oh yeah, yeah. That was oh, a highlight holly. for me. That I, was a holly. Holly. I caught that. I was like, ooh, I know this too. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking. He was like an old man. He's yeah, like he was, a, he's hundred years old. He's he he. <laughs> yeah, he looks like old as hell. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder will start shedding some light on where they're going with this oh phase. Gosh. I hope so. I wouldn't care. I on it. I really hope. <laughs> I'm just that's what I said. I hope. I do. I can't wait to hear Gore. Tell jokes. Oh man! He's and Jay Pat's gonna text man. everybody right there. He could tell a knock knock joke. It's gonna be. Or Randy Green's gonna rage on Facebook about it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna rage. I'm gonna be so. The first time he tells a joke, I'm gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I had um, one more question about multiverse before we move on. It's probably nothing, but is there any significance to the six one six and the eight three eight? being 222 universes apart. Is there any significance to that? I found it odd that they didn't just go with some random numbers. They went specifically with something uniform like that. Oh, wow. The, the, the only thing that was weird about that to me is that they used it before. From, by And the numbers were provided by someone who wasn't a multiverse traveler. Somebody who was pretending oh, by, to be one. By, um, uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. Mysterio, yeah. Oh. That's the only thing I found odd about them. Pizza balls. We're going to take away pizza balls from this whole movie. Punching himself in the face for three weeks. Yeah. It was, it's over. Was... <laughs> Raimi has a love affair with him, and that's why he was in the movie. That was the whole thing. They're best friends. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I can dig it. I can dig it. Go see the movie. If you haven't checked it out and you listen to us, then of course you know what happened in the movie, but please go check it out. Jay, I know what you what you think about it, man. I know that you've you pretty much like watched all the internet streaming spoilers. I, I, like I'm not gonna develop my opinion until I actually go to see it. I okay. meant to go to see it this Monday, didn't have a chance to. I'm gonna try to see it this coming Monday. Okay. So then I'll I'll have my full opinion. But, yeah, but you, from you what you I'm hearing, that's uh Seems like it's just okay, you know. I'll probably have some gripes, yeah. And I'll probably have some moments where I'll be like, "Oh, that was pretty cool." It it ranks above Stinky Cheese, and it ranks above Iron Man Three. Okay, Evan. So, at least it's not bottom tier. Yeah, it's, it's have, definitely middle of the road. Go ahead. I do have one more question: Is that third eye going to come back to bite Doctor Strange in the butt? No, that's who he is. That's actually a thing. In comics, okay. Because as soon as it popped up, I was like, yeah. "Oh no, no!" <laughs> I got scared. It's actually, it's actually like a power level with him. It, it, it's. It, am I right? Am I correct? The dark, the dark priest, Doc, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Is that uh, no? That's is that the one with the eye? 
He's had the eye show up a few times. I remember seeing somebody talking about it. I don't know yeah. if the MCU one maybe makes it seem like he's still kind of under the influence of the Darkhold, despite the Darkhold. Um, Quincy, you posted the name of the person who wrote the Darkhold. Was that Thank me? God it wasn't Mephisto. Uh, was that me? I don't know. It, I don't it's know. like Cthulhu or oh, something like that. Oh, the um, the demon that wrote the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that yeah, that demon like chose Wanda like as a child. Like that was um. So he, if I'm remembering correctly, this this all came out after Avengers disassembled because. Doctor Strange was confident in that book. Like, there's no such thing as chaos magic when, in fact, there was because, um, not even because there was. Like, everyone's memory of the magic or whatever had been wiped out for whatever reason. I didn't read those books. I only know that it was retconned after, um, um, uh, Avengers Disassembled. And that's where that demon is from. Um, like, the, the monsters that were in, um, that movie, they, they're they um they they kind of look like the main guy, and okay. I did it, it was in the uh the Doctor Strange spoiler I posted yeah. Did anybody else notice Wong's hair cut fluctuating between scenes? No, some scenes. I heard that it happened because of reshoots, but no, I ne- I didn't notice it in the movie. He, yeah, the I noticed period. it because. <laughs> no, he didn't have the what's that dude's name that always has the. The braid back. Uh, <laughs> what's his name, Quincy? You can't Shamar, stand it. Shamar, Shamar Moore. Moore. Yeah. Now, there were a few scenes where Wong, you could see him, and he would have like this longer buzz cut. And then like in the same same scene, shot somewhere else at a different time, he had longer hair that was kind of combed over. Like, Wong, what are you doing with your hair, bro? Looking like a, looking like a wild man. But, ah, overall. I, I liked it. I'd give it honestly a seven and a half, maybe an eight out of ten. That's a fair assessment for me. That's fair. Seven. Okay. Seven for me. Yeah. It's a nine for me. I really liked a it. A nine? Yeah. Visually, it was stunning. I just think that the biggest, like I said, my biggest hang up was America Chavez. Because nowhere in publication has she ever presented herself in the situation she's in. In this yeah. movie, I don't want her on my Ultimates team. Not <laughs> no. that version. <laughs> no. like, like, feel, like, don't even worry about it. Nah, you running scared. And you know what? Let me get on this little soapbox for ten seconds. People raising hell about the LBGTQ community on this character, and she, the only thing that was shown was a pen, and she had two moms. That was it. So y'all can sit down if you ain't seen the movie because of it. Just. Shut the hell up. My she opinion. had uh, Love is Love on her back in Spanish, too, on her jacket. But yeah. again, come on. What year is it now? Girl I, up. Have a, I have a seven-year-old and a soon-to-be five-year-old that have T-shirts that say Love is Love. You know, all y'all can eat a big bag of hot dogs. So, Terrence, what's your rating on the movie, man? Uh, not really a ratings, guys. Like, I, I just had a good time. I mean, if you Got to make good. me throw a number on it. I mean, I, I mean, seven or eight. It's like I had a good time. Go see it. I love Sam mm-hmm. Raimi's direction. He really gave this a flair that you don't see on a lot of uh, the the MCU flicks. He's you know he's just got a he's just got a way with that camera. You know, so 
go yeah. go check it out. It's a it, it's a good time for you know some somebody the, the minor gripes that I had. It's uh, um, it's some really really interesting uh, visual work. Yeah, Tasha, I'll being the novice eight. of the comic reader, an eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, Raimi Stink was all over that scene when she was coming through the reflections. Yeah. That one scene with the camera flipping all over the room. I was like, this is spooky. And then she came out cockeyed, like Rob said, and her back was all broken. I was Ugh. like, that, that, yeah. I was I was yeah. starting to get some 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 Tetsuo vibes off of her from Akira when they were going yeah. through the tunnels and like she, she oh, started yeah. she started limping. It was like she she was becoming more damaged as she as she was becoming more possessed by the dark old. And it was like her, her body's becoming more more damaged. I was like, man, she's going like full Tetsuo. They were treating they were treating the dark hold like the Necronomicon. I was expecting it. I was waiting for it to bite somebody. This shit had me laughing because she could fly, but she would limp her way down the hallway. Yeah. I'm like, you have the ability to fly, but you just go limp. All right, cool. That works for me. <laughs> it's all about the story driven, you know, plot right now. So, well, good deal, JPAC. Go check it out, man. You, you trust all of us. I'm sure you do with our opinions, and so you know you'll, you'll come back with yeah, your own. I'll, I'll be there. About a few weeks. I'll be there soon good good is there anything that anybody wants to throw out there in the universe to talk about real quick oh uh, nobody cares about the avatar trailer yeah oh. Oh. yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> just thinking about that no. made me fall asleep earlier <laughs> yeah oh man t what you got man <laughs> did uh anybody pick up anything on free comic book day Oh yeah. yeah, I got every single comic, at least maybe one or two of every single one. You know, did were... you get it, or did your wife get it for you because she? Loves it's, you. it's in my house. It's they're in my house. Just my loving wife. She went and got them for me. Yes, she did. You know, I was were, at uh, work. There were a couple key issues floating around in those uh, free comic books this year. Yeah, I heard. What was that? Like the, uh, I think, uh, the Judgment Day, the um, Spider-Man? Yeah, the Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That's that's supposed to be a key. And I think that Judgment Day one was a was a key. Yeah, I didn't get that till Tuesday. And that looks interesting. I, I just glanced over it. The only thing I made sure I read was Thor and Hulk, which was a good uh, that was a Man good of issue. War, I haven't got that yet. I'm going to get that tomorrow. Oh man, it, it start. They were fighting the whole issue. It was great. What else were they going to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like fight. Like there was no talking. Normally, they give you like some gloss. Like it was like one summary of what was going on in their individual comics, and then they were throwing mm-hmm. down the whole time. Was this the most recent one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the okay. Man War. It, I, that came out on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. And I got a question. Um, Jay, you who read? Uh, all of Immortal uh, Hulk. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Did he kill some people? Like, um, where did they say this happened? El Paso, uh, somewhere. They said he killed. Thor said he killed seventeen people. Yeah, he killed a few people in Immortal Hulk. He, oh, it was him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he, he, it wasn't he him. killed somebody with a uh, his body. I remember one where his body reformed, and he just let his body reform around the dude, and just like engulfed him. <laughs> I remember that. Okay. Damn. Okay. That was that he was doesn't a brutal remember. Yeah. It was another brutal moment in in this issue. Like, like I don't know what they're doing with the Hulk. Like, 
like it was a fucking hole in his chest at one point. <laughs> uh, he put the the hammer. I, I don't want to like spoil too much, but he tried to get up with the hammer on top of him, and he like pushed his way. It was it's just it's becoming the norm for the Hulk comics where he's getting like shredded or you know to sacrifice in limbs to grow it back. Damn, good issue though. Dig it. I- I did pick up the Dark Crisis one for me. I got the oh. Spider-Man one for my girlfriend's son, and I, I got her the Super Pets comic. <laughs> I know she'd like that. But yeah, the Dark Crisis one was pretty good. It's more of a, I guess, a, a background and summary and what's to come and, and a, a light a light spoiler of the, the past crisis that happened and, and events that are leading up to what's going on. Yeah, DC dropped some, um, what was that, Earth-11 type of stuff with the, the Teen Justice League or something like that. Recently, they dropped some comic art about it. Surprised that nobody else has heard about this. It's, it looks pretty dope. You've got a female Superman. You've got a male Raven. You've got a female Flash. And they're all teens. It's like, you know, it's kind of like a rehash of Teen Titans, but they're all from Earth 11. It sounds yeah, I remember cool. seeing the concept art. I just didn't, I didn't read into it. Yeah. So it looks pretty dope. Though I didn't make it out to free comic book day. My boys were being um, entirely too rambunctious. And the one comic shop that I wanted to go to, I have one about 10, 15 minutes from here, but the one I wanted to go to is about 45 minutes from here. And I was like, ah, I'm not dealing with these two knuckleheads <laughs> in a comic shop. And they had the best sales. I mean, all their comics were like, all their dollar comics were, you know, marked down to 25 cents and all the back issues were, you know, super chief. I was so mad that I couldn't go, but you know, it is what it is. There's oh, one dang. more thing. Um, I did grab. I forgot that it came out. Three issues that already dropped. Uh, Justice League versus uh, Legion of Superheroes, and I have to. Um, I haven't read any of those yet, but I was looking forward to that. Just forgot they dropped. Okay. There's three issues out now. Yeah, I gotta catch up. I've been staring at this blue screen entirely too much, man, but. I got to do some reading. I got to play my PS5, and she's over there nice and safe, thank goodness. So I'm happy that she's not broken. So got to jab at my boy Q for a second. Hmm? Love you, bro. Nothing. What'd you say? What'd you say? Nothing. (laughs) Sit down, man. Uh... Nothing with you. (laughs) What you talking What'd you say? I said my PS5 is over there nice and safe. That's, That's what I said. Oh, that's good. Because mine is not. <laughs> it's in Texas right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My son. My son. Oh, man. You love him. He came here a little while ago. He broke something yeah. else. So it's a charger for the iPad. Like, what are you doing with your electronics, man? Yeah. There's somebody What's in a Cowboys jersey fixing your PS5. Right <laughs> well, yo, so let, let me tell you. Like, you're, you're, uh, you're bringing up a, a good point. So I dropped it off at a FedEx and... Um, king of prussia so the guy's like oh what you got in here i didn't want to tell him he's like it's a a ps5 in here he's like oh you want to sell it like it's broken he's like i'll buy it and i'm like no so i got home and i was sitting there watching like you know stalking the 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 package for about a couple hours like why hasn't this shit moved like does this guy take my my playstation so like i'm like watching it watching it i'm like where's the number to this store and they finally moved on sunday so like okay (laughs) <laughs> nah, you thought it moved. 
It's, it's two nah, toasters in that box. Nah, now, Sony, I got confirmation number. Sony got it. I'm on it. Oh, man. man. I was like, why did you tell him that? Listen. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. You, uh, Some guy, and I have you a nice PS4 Pro. Man, I, I, I couldn't even <laughs> send it this? here. I, I couldn't even send it here because they still mail around here. So I had to send it to... Uh, my friend's house, and she uh, she's gonna let me know when it gets there. Yeah, get it back. Oh it's gonna be a PS3 and a PS2 in the box. Stop. <laughs> Take <it> together. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's five. <laughs> that's what you gonna get. Uh, no, that's what was gonna happen if I went to that that place I was going to get it repaired to. These. Oh yeah, Willie Lump Lump. Let, let, let me tell you something. I don't want to. I don't mean to tease anybody or be mean, but the one girl came out from behind the. Uh, the counter or the room back there and her eyes were crossed and I'm like, you ain't working on my PlayStation. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, I'm good. So. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. You might That's have hilarious. Out her vision might have been super focused in. Yeah, it could have. I told you I was being mean. Like, I just was in a bad way when my the station went down. I was pissed off that day. I love my son. I love him. Oh, what your son did to your PlayStation? He knocked it. He knocked it off. It's oh. funny. So he knocked it off of uh, where it was. It, the PlayStation didn't even hit the ground, but the wire yanked in the uh, back and damaged the the HDMI port. Uh, How so, old is he? Well, he's going to make it to C five. Uh, <laughs> he's still little. I thought he was like a teenager or something. No, nah, no, nah, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> They would have been hands thrown that night. Oh, I wanted to put hands that. on him that night. He ain't understand. <laughs> I just the the meanest thing I did was remind him that it was broken and that you did it. He's like, "Where's your PlayStation?" I'm like, "You broke it. You broke it. It's not here." See, I signed off with T, man. I'm like, you "Stay away from it. If if you can touch it, you are wrong." They've nope. been up there a whole year, whole year, no. year and a half actually. I had we we. We had guests over tonight, and they brought, you know, they're our neighbors, and so they always come over, and their kids are running around, and I said, and I poked my head upstairs and said, y'all stay out of my game room. I said, why? Because I said so. That's the only justification you That's need. That's all you need. Is because That's I said it. so. And that was it. I came upstairs, and the door was, when I walked out earlier, the door was open. When I came upstairs, the door was closed, and nothing moved. I was like, about time y'all started listening. <laughs> so, man. And like two of my three have destroyed. Now the PlayStation isn't destroyed; it's broken. Zoe, when she was two, I can still see it in my head. Like uh, she was using the tablet, it ran out of power. I, I, I saw her. It was like it was moving in slow motion, but I couldn't get over there in time. She put it, placed the uh, iPad right over her head, and threw it to the ground when it ran out of power, and the screen shattered. shattered. And my mm-hmm. wife ran her out of the room like. She was the president, and shots went off. Like she grabbed Zoe, and ran her out the room, and I was just sitting there like, <laughs> she really flew, flew this thing to the ground. <laughs> An iPad got fixed. It was never the same. It was never the same after that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my, kid, wow. my kids will never use my iPad. That's why I, I don't own them. See, at the time I was working for Verizon, I was getting oh, iPads. So, okay. oh, You're getting oh, a nice man, well, no, I was getting them for free for perfect attendance. Uh, oh, they were like, you pick anything this. off this page. And I'm like, give me the 64 
gig uh, iPad. I had like two of those before. They were like, you know what? Maybe that wasn't a good idea, <laughs> and they they stopped they stopped doing it. But it's like it's one, two. It's like five of them in this house somewhere. Man, sit down. Humble brag. Sit down somewhere, man. I got perfect intents again. Yeah, Yeah. like people are like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm not calling out of work. (laughs) The the last time they they gave those out was a big, big brown box full of iPads, and they just, everybody cashed in, and that was the last time they did it. Yeah, Verizon had some good benefits. That was my, my first real job out of college, being a designer for Verizon. Dude, I, I still miss that job. Yeah. Love it. That was my Love favorite it. job, too. Nerp. Yeah. Man. We got those big right. discounts on cars and stuff, too. Well, th- well I, if we can talk about it more, I don't want to. You know, gonna, <laughs> it's going to sound like a LinkedIn podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rise and check after dark. Man, when we go on tangents, we go on tangents. Yeah. Exactly. We didn't cut our hole in the multiverse and just jump yeah. through. <laughs> man, I think that is going to wrap us up for this week, man. It's been a good talk. It's been a good, you know, hour. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I had a nice little nap for a second. It was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we heard it. I'm so sorry, Jay. <laughs> Yo, your son, your son uh. walked in like he wasn't sure if you were asleep. He's like, <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, it's classic material right there. Oh, That's man. it. I oh, felt myself man. going too. I was sitting here. I was like, you were in the uh, the sunken place. Something. You were just in free fall and sleep. Yep, I heard it too. I was just like, I think I, I think he is asleep. I hear it. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even God. see it until I looked down at Tosh and then I saw Lou. I'm like, what are they laughing at? And then I see you, like, just. It looked like you, you got, like, it? you know. No, like you got tranked or something, man. Like, that's how. You were just talking. And then you were down. I didn't know what was going on. I Because I, I wasn't looking at the camera. I was looking off screen. And then I look, I see Tasha, like, dying. And I, I thought somebody's cat walked over the screen or something. Like, he. Man, he is gone. Oh, man. You took the oh, title from Mike there. I Mike did. at least looked like he kind of awake. Like, there, was, there was no today question you would today sleep. I'm awake. Yeah, today. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> going to wake him up, just grab the remote. I was watching that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. You look like my grandfather, got rested so asleep in the living room, like just arms folded and head down. <laughs> oh man alright now that we <laughs> got all that out thank you people for listening we appreciate it it shows man um, like I said at the beginning 1000 downloads as of today so hopefully we can pump those numbers up those are rookie numbers we gotta get those pumped up a little bit so thank you guys for listening we appreciate your time we appreciate your effort hopefully you appreciate our effort because we really enjoy doing this stuff So until next week, this is a Multiverse Limited podcast reminding you to please be kind to everybody because you have no idea what they're going through. So this is Cosmic Lou with that one guy, Rob, QP, Ultra Doom, Tosh, Mike, and T-Money. Till next week, we're out. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Peace.